0: This week on Transmissions from the Dark Side. Tom Napkins. The worst Rusty. We watched Night of the Creeps because it's a bonus episode. Enter if you dare. Welcome to Transmissions from the Dark Side, where we normally watch every episode of seminal 80s horror anthology series, Tales from the Dark Side, and report it back to you, but this is a b-b-b-b-b-b-bonus episode! Shocktober. Shocktober continues. Uh, we are sans Jen Hansen, though, as Matt, Rose, and myself. How you doing, Maddie? Um, I am doing okay, I have tomorrow off,
1: so nice I, yeah, so I live in high life. yeah, I am the, I know I've taken one day off this year. I am a madman. you're you are out of your nut <laughs> <laughs> must be nice
0: <laughs> How do you do that? How do you take a day <laughs> off
1: yeah I feel I, I mean honestly sometimes I feel like I work for like a, an 1880s sweatshop. <laughs>
0: Do you get paid in gruel?
1: Uh, no, company script. Oh, well, that's. <laughs> I get to go to the company store and buy stuff. It's like Why do it's I... like Wheel
0: of Fortune from the eighties. Why do I need so many logo hats? <laughs> <laughs> it's a real garbage heap.
1: Um, so Matt, you had never seen this movie, and it surprised me because of how many times. You made reference to this movie this... in this podcast, in our friendship, yes. and you had
0: never seen it. So today's movie was Night of the Creeps. Night of the Creeps. Uh, boy, oh boy, Night of the Creeps has been an important movie to me, but I've never seen it before. But the trailer for Night of the Creeps, and I'm going to have to pull it up yeah, uh, just to play it, is one of those trailers that has stuck with me. Throughout my life. It was a good trailer. And I mean, honestly, the cover to the VHS for this
1: was great, too. I remember every time I went to the movie store when I was a kid to rent a movie, I'd pass by Night of the Creeps and be like, eh, no, but still it looks sweet. (laughs) Um, So while you're bringing that up, um, or we can just wait and you can
0: edit this part out. Oh, I got a quick turnaround on this one, Matty. <laughs> we, we're going to roll hard through this. <laughs> I found it, so I, I think we're good. This is the 1986 Night of the Creeps official trailer. Oh, well, this is the uh, people who put it up fucking thing. finally here for chris cindy
1: and jc it's going to be the best night of their lives but tonight is also the night of the creeps
0: from a world unknown comes a nightmare unimagined first they are under you around you on you They get into your mouth and you walk around while they incubate, even if you're dead. They are a new of terror.
1: Freeze! They are a different kind of horror. Zombies,
0: exploding heads, creepy crawlies. We could have a little problem. The creeps are taking over. <laughs> Good news and bad news girls The good news is your dates are here What's the bad news? they're dead
1: you have never had a night like this <laughs> night of the creeps if you scream
0: you're dead
1: So so yeah legit trailer
0: great, great trailer great, great trailer but that trailer <laughs> scared me to death as a kid. Really? Oh God! Huh. Yeah, it, but it also made me laugh. Like it did, it did the double. It, dub, it did the double dinger. Because um, I was like, "Oh, want a slug in my mouth?" And
1: I, <laughs> you know, I'm still like that
0: to this day. I don't oh, want a slug in my mouth. Big time. Forget it. I am anti slug in my mouth. Wow. <laughs> um, and and the the this this it's the, the night of the creeps voice is mm-hmm. great. But then the part that always made me laugh when I was a kid was good news. Your dates are here. What's the bad news? They're dead. Yeah.
1: The, so I have to say, this is the only movie that features Tom Atkins pretty prominently that I don't turn into a murderous, murderous rage watching Uh Tom yeah. Atkins, not my favorite actor by any stretch of the imagination because I don't it's hard to consider him an actor. He is a mannequin come to life. <laughs> he <laughs> and he schmacks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, granted, in this movie, at least he shows a little personality. Um, like apparently he went to the wizard and got some personality. Um but yeah uh, Yeah. Um, so just a little background information. This movie, um, uh, yes. was written by Fred Decker, who you may recognize from this movie, from Monster Squad, which actually has a reference in this movie. This was the movie he made before Monster Squad, but in the bathroom, you can see Monster Squad rules.
0: Oh, that's awesome.
1: Um, I did not see that. He also did RoboCop 3, and then he's had, um, writing credits, um, on other movies. I did not include those just because I didn't feel like it. We, 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 we have to get on with it. <laughs> um there uh there are some notable things about this movie aside from the movie itself. Um one is all the references to other directors that are made throughout the movie. Um
0: and are made through the last name of all the characters. Yeah, basically.
1: yeah. So there's there's a lot of references to other directors based on the names of characters in the movie. Um, and this movie is also one of the movies, uh, where Dick Miller plays Walter Paisley. Um, Walter Paisley was the character from bucket of blood. Um, which was a Roger Corman movie where he plays a a busboy who becomes an artist by killing his subjects and then (laughs) putting them in clay. Um, And so there were other movies that actually had Dick Miller as Walter Paisley, Um, and uh, one of them was The Howling. So when we were watching the movie, and I I told you about Walter Paisley, I was right, that was uh, The Howling. He was also in The Twilight Zone and Shopping Mall. Holy crap! Yeah. So whenever you see Dick Miller and he's playing Walter Paisley, chances are the people who are making the movie um, have the movie's tongue firmly planted in its cheek, so... If a movie had a tongue, that's where it would be.
0: That is... um, So I didn't know what this movie was going Mm -hmm. in because I'd only seen that trailer and that's all I've ever seen. But what a joyride this movie is. This movie really does have it all. This movie does not take
1: itself seriously. Nope. You can tell that basically from the beginning. Um, It it is a legitimately funny movie but it also has some <laughs> unintentionally funny scenes um the acting not the best but it, that is one of the strengths of the movie Absolutely. because if you have if you have a movie that doesn't take itself too seriously and th- the the plot of the movie is this stupid and you have serious actors trying hard i think that that kind of takes away from it a little bit yeah um,
0: they weren't going for that they were going for for schlocky
1: yeah and they they definitely succeeded um so do you think I should do the the directors now or let's do them, them now let's, yeah. let's do okay. them now because so, we're,
0: we'll do the characters and actors and everything like yeah that. yeah
1: um so the references to filmmakers um, Tom Atkins' character's last name is Cameron after James Cameron, who, you know, he made like the Terminator and then nothing else ever. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs> then some b- no big deal movies.
1: Yeah, yeah. He never won an Oscar or anything. Um, then uh, other character names such as Landis for John Landis, who did American Werewolf in London, Twilight Innocent Zone. Blood. Uh, he directed one of the sequences in Twilight Zone. Um, and, I mean, obviously fucking blues brothers am i right <laughs> one of the best movies uh one of my favorite movies um i would say one of the best movies of all time but i know some people might disagree with me and then i would tell them they're wrong and,
0: and then we have to deal with that
1: yeah um one of the detectives or one of the sergeant's name is Ramy after sam Raimi, who did evil dead evil dead 2 army of darkness drag me to hell uh then um jason lively's character's last name is romero after yep. George Romero, so Night of the Living Dead, Dawn of the Dead, Day of the Dead, uh Martin.
0: Maybe a little show you've heard of called Tales from, from the, the Dark, dark Side. <laughs> <Ding>. <laughs> Money um, in the Bank, baby. And
1: then uh then the uh one of the supporting character, JC, his last name is Carpenter, after John Carpenter. I don't think I need to go into the movies he's done because nope. fucking Halloween, right? We're we're doing one of his movies uh very shortly. Hopefully. Yeah, yeah. Ho- yeah, hopefully. Um and then there were references to Toby Hooper, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, Salem's Lot, Poltergeist, Funhouse, uh, Eaten Alive. There were a few where I wasn't a hundred percent sure, but I'm pretty sure that these were references to lesser known directors. So one of the cats' names is Gordon. I figured that was after Stuart Gordon, who did Reanimator um, from Beyond. Then there were um, there was a mention uh, one of the character uh, the the janitor's last name is Minor. Um, I believe that was a reference to Steve Miner, who directed um, Friday the 13th, <laughs> Friday the 13th, uh, Friday the 13th part two, Halloween H2O, Lake Placid, and that terrible remake of Day of the Dead. Um, one of the other characters' last names was Wallace. I believe that was about Tommy Lee Wallace, who um, directed Fright Night, um, Halloween three, season of The Witch.
0: I just watched Fright Night with uh, you yeah. and Chen. Yeah, and
1: he also directed it. The uh the original it not the one that just the came ABC out yeah yeah two um and then there was another character with the last name Teague I believe that was a reference to Louis Teague who directed Cujo or Cat's eye. Teague's
0: my favorite swimsuit <laughs> model
1: <laughs> Cujo cat's eye and alligator um I believe that was all the references if you know if I missed something or if I'm wrong in one of them because you said let us Cynthia's
0: know. already right. Hmm? You said Cynthia's last name.
1: It's Cronenberg. Oh, and then Cronenberg uh, after David Cronenberg, who did uh, The Fly, Shivers, Rabbit, um, Videodrome. Uh, yeah, he, he. I mean, he basically set the stage for body horror. Uh, the Brood is a good example of, of body hoarder, hoard, body hoarders. Oh God, gross <laughs> ass body hoarders. Lay um, them on the stack. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm glad you pointed that out because I forgot to put that. So thank you. You're welcome. Um, Well, I was waiting. I was like, where's Cynthia? Where's Cynthia? Yeah, so I I forgot about that one. That's very good, Matt.
0: Not a horror guy. Totally caught me. I love it. (laughs) Uh, This movie opens with a hallway straight from aliens. (laughs) Well, more like um, a hallway straight from
1: a lower budget movie. That could afford one hallway from Alien.
0: It's <laughs> <laughs> hall- a hallway from Alien, and uh, I, so we watched the director's Alien cut. baby.
1: Yeah, we well, yeah. So I don't remember the Alien part from the original, but it's been a very long time since I've seen the original. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think the last time I watched it was the director's cut. So you know, I I could be misremembering things, but I don't believe that the intro um in the director's cut where the aliens are chasing each other and shooting lasers at one another uh, I don't believe that was part of the original um I think they just started out in the um the 50s and then went from there like I don't I don't think they ever really explained that it was an alien experiment they just kind of they just said jumped. hey fucking meteor crashed worms in it turn you into a zombie go well let me tell you
0: if you if the aliens were in the original boy oh boy are they the most fucking disturbing alien. yeah they
1: they look like naked alien like
0: naked baby like it's they're they look, they're so weird they look like a oh God, give me a second i just had it muscle figure Oh they, my God! Those they,
1: things—they do—they
0: look so much like those. They look like a muscle figure. Because so they're those just
1: muscle figures were these, these—they weren't big. They were really small, right? Like right. Like they were—they were a quarter, a three-quarter inch, um, pink, pink, yeah, little characters. You'd get a bunch of them in a bag. This was in the late '80s, right? Muscle Co- figures, yeah, correct. Um, and I think muscle stood for something.
0: Yeah, it's, it's like many unusual species of something. Si- uh, I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, you are.
1: Um, so they were cheap, and like all of them were like kind of weird and funny looking. And if you lost one, you didn't really give a shit. <laughs> Not like you know, if you lost fucking whiplash or clawful, that was you know. Yeah, if you you're lost. gonna get you're gonna get a whipping for losing that, but you lost I don't know one of the. 10 muscle
0: figures that came in the package? Eh. That's why you got them, is because you were like, all right, well, you know, they were fairly cheap, and parents were like... Ah, at least
1: it wasn't one of those He-Mans.
0: <laughs> exactly.
1: <laughs> or a, or one of them transforming
0: robots. Okay. Muscles stood for millions of unusual, small creatures lurking everywhere oh
1: that's a stretch but okay
0: it's a big fucking, <laughs> a big stretch. fucking stretch um so yeah th- that, is aliens, a, that is a really good description these of what they aliens like. are really really weird looking and uh, they're they're naked genderless. right like they're, yeah. they're
1: they're they're fucking naked and so they look like four foot tall baby muscle figure ken dolls yeah they're they're weird.
0: They're weird. They're disturbing, and mainly it's uh it's to get the device that the creeps yeah came from space yeah yeah.
1: So and I mean they, it, <laughs> it really is a pointless minute of the film. I totally understand why it was cut, um, because it's one alien running down a hallway, and then the other two aliens start chasing it, shooting a laser at it. It uh it gets behind like a, a blast door. And then um, the the two aliens, you're yelling at each other, like, open the hatch. We can't let that esper- experiment get off the ship. And then the alien ejects it out the port. And you just see it kind of tumble in space. Um, and I think the other alien says, like, damn it. <laughs> or something. Yeah, <laughs> like it, I mean, it's all subtitled with weird characters or whatever. Um, and then it tumbles through
0: space and...
1: Sorority Row, nineteen fifty nine, black and white.
0: I love this so much. So they're doing like this Americana slice of life pan, but while that, so they're like showing girls in bobby socks and poodle skirts, and
1: you see like a guy walk by with like black jeans with white socks and black loafers, and a guy in a Letterman's
0: jacket. Yeah, yeah, everything's
1: real fifties. Yeah, it's it's totally a
0: happy days. But the conversations that are muttering in the background are the best. It's like, oh, okay. they just sound like a bunch of Miss Prissies. <laughs> They're like, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> I got to pass that test. We, uh, yeah, it.
1: I have a feeling that almost none of the dialogue was written. And it was oh, just like, no. uh, just imagine what your mom would have said when she was younger. In college. Yeah. Uh, uh, mm-hmm. Why is it every time I'm ordering people around, I'm I'm a mook? I don't get it. <laughs> like, yeah, you uh, pick that up and uh, spin it around. Nobody gives a shit. Do <laughs> yeah, what just, you like. Just fucking do it, you bum.
0: <laughs> All right.
1: It- so... It, um, it, it's kind of going, like, I'm, I'm not really sure how you would, how you would refer to the camera work here, because it's kind of, like, moving all over the place. Right, it's a large tracking shot. Oh, so it was it. okay, all right. Yeah. I, I couldn't remember if it, if there were multiple cuts or what, but so, um, the, the original, where they're outside and they're going from, like, group talking to group talking, mm-hmm. it crosses the street, it does all that, um, that's when we run into, um, patient zero, essentially. Johnny. Johnny, um, I, since he was horn rim glasses on Heroes, that's just what I refer to him in as my notes, horn rim glasses. Um, oh, I don't nice. know if you ever watched Heroes or not, but
0: I did. I did. Yeah, just the first season. Yeah. Well, then you shouldn't remember mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. anybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. First season uh, was great. First season <laughs> was great. Second season was like, ah, oh, God, remember the first season? <laughs> hey, hey, writer strike. Okay. I know it. It really did them in,
1: though. It did. It really did. Did you watch the the season they did like last year or the year before that? No. Mm. Oh. oh, they shouldn't have.
0: <laughs> Some things you just you just put them down. You just yeah. yeah I understand. There's a lot of superhero stuff. Like now. I won't rewatch the first season of Heroes. I I won't go back because there's no way it's it's as good as my memory serves. Well, maybe. and also
1: you know stuff has probably tainted it. But um, anyway. That's that's more of a matters discussion. Let's get that back is on it. That's a total matters discussion. <laughs> um, <laughs> take that Jen. <laughs> You're not here to rein us in. Um so that Johnny you said his name was, right? Yep. Yeah. So now Johnny walks um around to the back of the sorority house. Yep. And we see um now that it's it well, it's it's a bedroom. There's a bunch of uh sorority girls in their
0: poodle skirts or whatever and they're and they're chit-chatting chit-chatting one girl is on the phone she's like oh yeah she just broke up with uh her boyfriend the cop oh right right right. so (laughs) they're giving us a little bit of background
1: information that the girl that johnny is there to see is newly single um her ex-boyfriend is a cop uh then you hear tink at the window tink she walks over looks down there's johnny he's throwing little pebbles they smile now we're you um, know
0: you're at inspiration point yeah yeah
1: i i wrote that they were um watching submarine races
0: yeah i really wish they were in a convertible but the cars that were next to them Boy, I just wanted them to be heavy petting. Like, just
1: going just for it.
0: Fucking. <laughs> just raw dog it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's 1959, baby. I wonder how many times that's
1: you've said raw dogging on this podcast. <laughs> on this podcast? Yeah.
0: Too I would many.
1: say at least once an episode. <laughs> Let me tell you. Too many.
0: <laughs> or f- not enough? I don't know. The fans hate it. <laughs> Oh, my God. All of a sudden, a cop pulls up, and he's like, hey, you got to get out of here, because we hear on the radio that there is a... An axe murderer. Criminally insane person that has ex- escaped. It's an all-points bulletin. Also, something we forgot to mention is there's a Plan 9 from Outer Space reference. Oh, there's two. But the, in, uh, the girl on the phone says, hey, have you seen Plan, Plan 9, 9 from, from outer, outer Space? space? Yeah. Nobody said that. Nobody said that in
1: 1959. The people who saw it were ashamed they saw it. Probably because they were somehow related to the people who made it. I would imagine. Yeah. The cop tells him, just go home. Just go home. Um and so you can tell that the cop and uh the girlfriend, I forget what her name was, um, they have a history. And that's when she says, like so uh Johnny says, Well, who was who that? And she says, just somebody from my past. And so they were playing, um, oh, God, starlight, star bright, whatever. And she's like, I wonder what the brightest star is tonight. And then um, that's when the cop shows up. And so he says, definitely that one. And points. And it's... It's the canister. Yeah, it's, it's a meteorite falling towards Earth. So it goes right over him, kind of like in the blob. And they follow it. And... Um... He leaves her in the car, like like any good boyfriend would do, a of while of he goes looking for a crashed um, meteorite, and he's in the woods while she's listening to the news, where they're talking about how um, exit like 10 on Route 66 near the college campus- This is great. Yeah, uh, this is where he was last seen, and then she looks up, she hits the lights on the car, she sees- exit 10 route 66 by the college campus right so she's like oh well fuck my life i'm not basically i'm basically hamburger now um and uh she starts calling for him johnny i I think we should go probably and uh that's when johnny's in the woods he's looking for the he's looking for the meteor right Mm -hmm. so he he comes up on a crater and he looks in and you can see a canister with you know a bunch of Slugs. What we soon around. discover yeah. are the creeps. Yeah. So the canister cracks, and one of them flies out into his mouth. I personally love the effect where yes. they
0: fly into people's mouth- mouths. They it's hilarious. Do this so well. I don't know. If they probably did it reverse camera. Oh, they had to have. Yeah, because
1: it is the best. Yeah, because I mean, otherwise, I think they would have killed people with those <laughs> yeah. with those slugs flying <laughs> into the. <laughs>
0: These slugs are just dive bombing mouths. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, um, meanwhile, our girl's in the car and we see the behind the uh killer's point of view. Mm-hmm. Um, the guy who's an axe murderer. Yeah. So you
1: just see his feet walk into a shot with the axe below him. Um, she doesn't see him, it's behind her. So she's calling to Johnny. Uh cuts to him. I think that's when he gets the slug in the mouth, cuts back to her, he's closer, and he's raising the axe above. And now it cuts to in front of her, and we see him right about to swing the axe down on her. And then boom. And then boom. It's 19. 1986. Uh they're in the or no, they 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 were on sorority row.
0: Or back fraternity on, row or whatever. Back on sorority row. And um I love they couldn't besides the oldies that they play they didn't have a lot of success getting um modern musicians No they did not so they have a ton of sound alike bands Oh yeah absolutely and this is an absolute cars sound alike band <laughs> It's like... Oh you mean the automobiles <laughs> <laughs> The Suffers? <laughs> <laughs> Ah, uh, I don't mind you near this place. <laughs> I I loved every moment of it, and that's when we meet our two heroes. It's two cool dudes, sure. It's- two two. So I I
1: immediately wrote down um two nerds and then ADR because the oh, dubbing on this is th- fucking terrible. God. You can
0: tell. Without doubt, this was not recorded on scene. <laughs> no. This was as as clear an 80-yard line as MASH was recorded in front of a, of a live, live studio, studio audience. <laughs> <clears throat> MASH yeah. was never recorded. Yeah, but yeah, but you, like you know, Good that. Times was recorded in front of a live studio audience. It is that type of thing where oh my it is so obvious. They are
1: they are in a soundproof booth recording this fucking thing.
0: And then as it gets closer to them. Then it finally breaks the ADR. Yeah, and then and then, you know,
1: you can hear stuff in the background and the fact that hey, they might actually be recording this.
0: It's Chris. It's JC. They're buddies. Chris is kind of a loser. JC's the wacky friend. The wacky friend who It's also on crutches.
1: Yeah. Um I I don't think they ever really explained why, you know, whether he had um, you know, palsy or or something like that. Uh, it's it's a little late for it to have been like polio or something, right? Eighty six, um, but you know th- they never really explain why. We just know that it's not a temporary thing. This is a this is permanent a permanent crutch. <sighs> yeah, this is a permanent crutch. Um, but so this is one of the instances, one of the only instances in any eighties movie that has teenage guys where one of the characters has rational ideas about how to get with women and it's jc the guy who doesn't feel he has any chance to get with women he's telling um he's so i'm not gonna refer to him by his name I'm just going to refer to him as the worst Rusty. Yeah. Because that's Jason Lively, the worst fucking Rusty.
0: But just for uh, sanity's sake, Chris is his name. Yes, Chris Romero. Chris M- Romero. Um, That's a stretch, by the way. <laughs> this is the whitest kid I've ever seen yeah. in my life. <laughs> I, would have, I would have much, I would have taken Chris Carpenter. And J.C. Romero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They could, yeah, the they
1: could have, they could have done anything. He could have been Landis. It, it, it doesn't matter. Um. So, anyway, they're they're walking past the uh the one sorority house, and the worst, Rusty is just sitting there like,
0: uh, wonderful,
1: what... being such a sad sack. Like, oh. look, I am no stranger to sad sackery. Okay, I am, I am. The I am in the royal family of sad sacks, okay? But even this kid was like, Jesus, kid, tone it the fuck down. <laughs> Give us a break. We're, Christ. We're trying to have fun. Yeah, we're... We, I didn't start watching... Like, I didn't say, hey, Matt, let's watch Night of the Creeps. Does like you get brought down, you fucking... Yeah, you,
0: you didn't say, like, hey, let's watch a war movie.
1: Yeah, hey, what yeah, Exactly or like hey why don't we watch requiem for a dream that's good for a
0: laugh always a crowd pleaser <laughs> anybody who says requiem for a dream is There's a crowd, a crowd pleaser.
1: pleaser is a fucking psychopath <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have
1: they have problems they should probably be on the fbi watch list <laughs>
0: <laughs> they, they get their shoelaces removed it <laughs> <laughs> it seems that Chris is broken up with a girl. Yeah, uh,
1: and it, it, apparently it was a serious relationship that she decided to end. Yes, um, she found things weren't working. She realized she was dating the rust, the worst, the worst rusty, rusty of any of the vacation movies. Well, okay, hold on. I have to I have to put a disclaimer there. Well he of would... the big three. Anything that came after Christmas vacation can go die in a fire, as far as I'm concerned. Right. Like why'd they even make another one? Yeah, they really shouldn't have. They should have just let like I mean, look, Beverly D'Angelo, maybe you needed money. Chevy Chase, you didn't.
0: But Beverly D'Angelo didn't mean need money. She's I married she... to
1: Al Pacino. Oh really?
0: Yeah, or she was.
1: Oh wow. Well, but I mean, plus also she gets those sweet Christmas vacation and uh well, all the vacation residuals that come in because oh, let's face it they play that movie at least once a fucking day at on, Christmas on time. some well, no, I'm talking like during the year uh European vacation and um vacation they play those I, I I wager that if you had you know five hundred channels or whatever, you'd find that it's playing at least twice a day, Wow. I mean, I cannot tell you how many times I'll be flipping through the cha- channels, and I'll be like, "Oh hey, look, one of the vacations is on. So good." So she's got to be getting at least like <laughs> at least five dollars a week on that.
0: <laughs> I mean, that's enough. <laughs> uh, Time for two cool dudes and one hot babe.
1: Yeah, So he sees Cindy. Through the crowd, Caesar, who is that angel? Who's that goddess?
0: Sha-la-la-la-la.
1: <laughs> so jc's like nuts to this you're you're a fucking i know you're never gonna do it so he sees that she's with this big beefy dude and he's like eh, i i know what to do walks up he's like hey uh wh- what's your name guy says i don't know andy or something he's like oh i, I think steve, there's a, steve. or steve i think there's a phone call for you he's like oh thanks dude gets up leaves and he, so that's when he's just like, hey, how's it going? What's your name? Oh, Cindy. Cindy Cronenberg. Hi, Cindy. I'm JC. See that guy over there? The guy who's giving you creepy looks? Yeah. I'm his agent. And, uh, you know, it's my job to uh, to introduce him to, to young ladies such as yourself or something like that. And he's like... It's creepy, but endearing. Yeah. I mean, these guys... Are, <laughs> Thanks. i need something to twirl <laughs> oh i know <laughs> I, I lost a pen you're gonna edit this out probably maybe not i don't know no no, definitely no i not. literally have I... to put this up tonight.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay so um any anyhow like you leave and, and it goes off all right okay. i could have lived it <laughs> My favorite thing about Steve, the guy that Cindy was talking to before JC interrupted, is he had one continuous he eyebrow. Did. And eyebrow? Eyebrow <laughs> an eyebrow? Oh God, why can't I speak the language?
1: <laughs> it's okay. I've messed up already too. Um, so that was one of the things that he pointed out
0: and to Worst Rusty. She has one of those old like, wasn't old then but she has a pepsi paper cup yeah she does and 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 uh the worst rusty is drinking from a miller paper cup yeah i was like the the product placement in this movie is bonkers
1: oh yeah absolutely um that, that was so something that i noticed too. yeah that was something that i noticed too Was the pepsi cup uh and all the miller stuff
0: and all that but there's one thing that we know about the betas, the house and the house party that they're now at. They're part of the Hitler youth. <laughs> that and betas are better. Oh. <laughs> the betas are better. What was it, Kappa
1: beta? Or yeah, something, something like that? Some, I, I don't know, man. I was never in. But I don't know I don't anymore,
0: fuck. man. Not in Trump's America, you fucking cucks. <laughs> Suck it, beta betas, bills. You beta bill. <laughs> you beta fish. <laughs> I don't know what I'm talking about <laughs> anymore. <sighs> yeah. Um, oh, so, so, <laughs> yeah. So, So yeah. So, Cynthia has to leave. The worst Rusty is like, hey, how... <laughs> go ahead,
1: I, mean, I said, shut up, worst Rusty. And I saw you start writing something down. And I was like, I
0: hope he's going to write that down. <laughs> oh, right. I wrote down worst Rusty. <laughs> and then they're like, instead of... JC's very clear advice to the worst Rusty: Hey, why don't you go just talk to that girl, yo? Because he's sitting there, he's talking about
1: how like he wants to marry her, and he's like, "Hey, uh, I hate to point this out to you, but you can't really marry somebody without talking to them first. So why don't you go just do that?" So the worst Rusty is like, "I know what we'll do.
0: We'll join this fraternity."
1: Yeah, where it was like. That I all right. So, so I have to say that J C is a
0: pretty good friend, great friend, and and the worst Rusty just sucks. But <laughs> J C is a great friend in this moment. Later on, J C becomes a shitty fucking friend. Um, I think that he
1: has just had it oh. with with the shenanigans because he's sitting there. He's trying to help him. He. He is not a guy who sees a future for him with a lot of women, right? And so he's like, Look, I, you know, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get to that. Um, so.
0: Why they, am I chewing ice? I don't it, know. It always shows up on mic. I'm a fucking idiot. <laughs> Not editing that out either. Yeah, I don't blame you. Uh, That's actually why I asked for no ice with my whiskey. I know. I should. Uh...
1: So, um, there were a few times where I just decided I was going to write down things that were happening really quick, and when they walked into the party, <laughs> I wrote. 80s white college party, woo! Radical dancing.
0: <laughs> it's a ra- it's radical white dudes partying, having a good time, bro. punching up in the air, woo! Hey, and listen to this. I guess Debbie Gibson esque knockoff or Madonna ish knockoff. I couldn't place, but it was like a female singer. That oh, song. Um... That song was unbelievably bad. I
1: can't feel it. Joke's on you. That was Taylor Dane.
0: Oh, shit. <laughs> At Take this... that Taylor down. At... It's about time someone knocked you down a peg. <laughs> At this point, uh, the Weirstrossi and JC are talking to the betas, and these guys don't look like college students. These guys look like dock workers. Yeah. they. <laughs> <laughs> these are
1: fucking goons. Yeah. These, these were not guys that were... Uh, no, sorry. The, these these were guys that were probably in their early 30s, um, except for um, except for the oh, what was his name, Billy or no no no, it was, Brad, it was Brad, Brad, um, or as I called him for the rest of the, my notes, Hitler Youth, right? Um, I mean, and they even make reference to that, uh, in in some of the comments towards him from JC, um. But also, is JC wearing a fisherman's vest? Uh he's wearing a Hawaiian shirt and uh a vest. I don't remember if it was a fisherman's vest because it had a lot of like little, little pockets and
0: little stuff. Little pockets and things.
1: Well, maybe he needs
0: those pockets. We don't know. We don't know the life of JC. We don't.
1: He he does what he likes. Hey man, it's JC. Um, so the Hitler youth tells him, Hey, you know what
0: you gotta do? Well, they don't tell him, tell him.
1: Yeah, so we never hear what their what their actual prank is. It's just, you know, guys, we're not really accepting any new pledges, but if you guys were to like prove your loyalty to the fraternity, um, you know, then like it would be pretty hard for us not to consider you. Uh and so they they tell them what to do and then they, you know, they're like, "Okay," and they leave. And the rest of the guys are like, we're not really gonna let them in, are we? And he was like, "Fuck no, no. fuck no." Um, now <laughs> let it cripple in. Hell no. <laughs> we're
0: we're betas. Beta, 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 crabs in a bucket. Uh. <laughs> crabs in a bucket. <laughs>
1: no one gets out alive. So, um, w- one thing that I thought was kind of funny. Uh, was when the betas are telling them, before they even get to what the thing is, the first place the worst Rusty goes is, we're not going to have to have sex (laughs) with a farm animal, are we? And they all just kind of look at each other like, no. No? Who
0: the fuck are you? Yeah, what? Jesus Christ. (laughs) What other fraternities have you pledged? You know, that reminds me of, like... When you let a child pick their own punishment. <laughs> and they always pick the like the, the, the worst thing that they can imagine. Where it's just like, so Billy um, caught you stealing from your sister. What punishment do you think you deserve?
1: Acid torture! <laughs> Acid torture! <laughs> like, God, no. Jesus, I uh, was just going to have you stay in your room with no
0: TV. Fuck. Uh, well... Acid torture is a choice, <laughs> uh, but we're probably just going to have you return what you stole to your sister, <laughs> and she gets the punchy ones. And you're going to take one of her chores this week.
1: Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, you didn't like grow up
0: in a rose house. Right, <laughs> I didn't grow up in a rose house. <laughs> I grew up in another house. <laughs> we had our own problems. <laughs> <laughs> and how... Um now, now they've left the beta house. They're in the basement of of the school science facility. Yeah, a medical facility. And we get a haunted exposition dump, kind of out of nowhere, because they sneak, they All sneak right. past David Pamer who forgot the pin
1: to um the the room he was trying to get into, and that is when JC and Worse Rusty. Um, sneak past him while he's on a payphone to his roommate. To get the code. Yeah. And so they just kind of walk past the door, and JC pushes zero, and the door swings open, and they're like, huh, what? Now, oh, there well. is a
0: ton. This is the only. All right. I'm not going to say only. But this is the biggest scene that was like, come on. What, that the last digit would be zero? Well, not that... They, the... they had 10 options, Matt. <laughs> it, you know what? My ugh. Here's my issue with it. Okay. Okay. You're telling me in 1986 technology, it wouldn't reset, that it would stay there waiting for the last pin number to be entered? Yeah.
1: I, I actually... that is That is one of the things that I do not have a hard time believing. Okay. Um, that, so then, that to me seemed like just poor design from the company that made that pin.
0: Okay. I'll, I'll accept that. Then the next part is they enter and it's a cryogenically frozen chamber where the boyfriend Johnny is now frozen. Yeah. How did that happen? Um,
1: they well, so kind of like in Return of the Living Dead, where you just start off with bodies in canisters you never find out how they actually got in the canisters like they they mention a little bit about chemicals seeping into a military hospital's morgue and the bodies coming alive and them eventually cleaning the situation up and putting the bodies in canisters but we don't really get much more information than that that's you know literally 40 seconds of explanation in the movie for the rest of the movie's stuff to you know provide some context so yeah i they don't have to really explain they just found him they have him cryogenically stored he was a john doe um nobody claimed his body it's up to science now i guess yeah that's that's another part that i don't really have much issue with because it's like it's a movie about slugs that reanimate dead bodies. I get it. I get it. <laughs>
0: but this was the that was the only part that I was kind of like, eh, all right. But it didn't matter too much. Um they the and there's of course and uh, you know what it was? I think at this point I hadn't leaned into how tongue-in-cheek the movie was. Mm, okay. But as I, as the movie went on, I, I really warmed up to how tongue-in-cheek it was. <laughs> this part was just so over-the-top ridiculous because there's a big button that says disengage. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, uh, and JC referred to him as a corpsicle.
1: I thought that was kind of funny. Um, so they press th- disengage. Bunch of steam. Um, the tube opens, and uh, Hornroom Glasses falls out. They catch him, uh, and so they're trying to drag the body away. And that's when David Paymer gets the the digit from his roommate. He walks back and he notices the door is open. Walks in, sees these two guys trying to walk away with a mostly naked corpse, and uh, then he's like, "Hey, what's what the hell's going on here?" They're and like... as he says that, the corpse opens its eyes and grabs JC. They freak the fuck out and yep they basically ghostbusters it the fuck out yeah, of Yeah, they do. They um for a guy who has very limited use of his legs, they beat a hasty retreat out of that lab and then go back to the dorm um where that's where they get in the fight where yeah. um this and, is and- this is uh the worst rusty then starts saying You know, everything is just a joke to you tonight. And that's when, um, (laughs) that is when JC has a soliloquy. Yeah.
0: (laughs) It's a real one-man show. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) He is is like,
1: you know what, man? (laughs) We've been friends for a long time, man. And I love you. I do. You're my friend. I want you to be happy. I see you're not happy. That brings me down. I look at you, I want you to be happy. I want to help you be happy. You're never going to let yourself be happy, man. You're a fucking bum. You're a loser. You're... <laughs> Maybe I'm going a little off of a of hey, script. Piece of shit! <laughs> hey, come suck these nuts, you piece of crap. Hey, I hate your guts, and I think you're stupid. And you got an ugly face. No wonder you're alone. And that's, that's, when, <laughs> that's when they actually did get into a, like... Oh, uh, uh, some sort of. I mean, it, it, the joke wasn't really like super homophobic or anything, mm-hmm. because there wasn't really any fear or hatred. No, this it was wasn't just like, like
0: this was not a gay panic thing. I. Think. It was. It
1: was just more of like, you know, oh, you know, suck my dick or something. Right. You'd like it too much, probably. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that, was, that. I mean, that was that. That wasn't it, but that was along the lines where, like, it. it you know. That, that was the gist of it, so to speak. Um, and that's when they get into a one-pillow-pillow pillow fight, where what I like to call that is beating your friend up with a
0: pillow. <laughs> Can you hit me that pillow? Bam! Oh, Jesus. Um, well, don't worry, because we're about to go into Tom Atkins' dream.
1: Yeah, so Tom Atkins sitting in a white suit on a beach, drinking out of a coconut. What the fuck? Yeah, I... I, I, I when it got to the scene, I didn't remember it, so I was like, was this Was this another director? Do you co- think Tom thing?
0: Atkins took a bump of cocaine and he said, I won't do this movie unless... I- <laughs> <laughs> unless I get to sit on a beach
1: in a white suit drinking out of a coconut. I just want to look real cool. <laughs> Could you guys make that happen? Eh, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> uh, and so a side note, um, two of the people that... Um, that worked in the makeup department were Howard Berger and uh, Alex Kurtzman, two of the guys from KNB, uh, the other being Greg Nicotero, who was not in the movie. Um, but so they did. They worked on the makeup crew and also um, were some of the zombies later in the movie. Uh, just a side note, because I thought that was really funny. I Matt can attest to the fact that I went, ha! And yep. then
0: he was like, "What? what was that for? And then I told him. Tom Apkins awakes from a nightmare. Tom, uh, Tom Apkins? Tom, Tom <laughs> Napkins. Tom Napkins? <laughs> Tom Napkins awakes. That's it. That's what we're talking about. To wipe his brow uh, because he's having night terrors. Yeah. So he sees his ex-girlfriend
1: um kind of like rise out of the water in a prom dress, which I'll admit is like a what? Um kind of, of thing. And then it cuts to him. On that night with the axe murderer, where he sees the axe murderer just constantly bringing the axe down, wet noises. You see, he's he's actually carrying, um, her arm in yep. his hand, uh, and then he raises the shotgun and boom, and he wakes up.
0: Phone call. Um,
1: but the the thing
0: is, the person murdering her, kind of a corpsey zombie. Oh yeah, it's
1: a zombie. I forgot. I I, I wrote that down too. <laughs> yep. Um. Ring
0: ring ring ring. Thrill me. Thrill me. Tom Napkins says... That is that is essentially 50% of his dialogue of this yeah, movie. Yeah,
1: that is his catchphrase. It's either thrill me, or it's a reference to a cartoon character, or child like children's show character, um, and then some kind of insult. In the
0: first minute and a half that Tom is on the screen speaking, he references Bozo the Clown, Bullwinkle Moose... And then, and then a little bit later, he references the little rascals. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what he called
1: uh, J.C. and Worst Rusty were uh, Alfalfa
0: and Spanky. Yep. Uh, Tom Napkins takes no shit from anybody. He shows up. He gets the call to come to the lab laboratory. He goes to this laboratory. He is popping off at the mouth the moment he walks into. How you doing, sir? Hey, what am I, Bullwinkle Moose? You over there? Eat shit! <laughs> <laughs> you guys are ugly. I'm out of here. Well, and so it's uh, um, so Sergeant
1: Ramy is the one that's on uh on you know um, I was gonna say on duty, but it's like they're all on duty. Uh, he was the one that was in command before um, napkins gets there.
0: <laughs> I love that he's Tom, Tom napkins. napkins now.
1: Um, so, uh. There were two bodies when he was called. He gets there. Now there's one body. Hey, Ramey, I thought you said there were two bodies. Well, uh, yeah. um, I had to go up and go to the bathroom, and when I came back, there was only one body. And so that is when he threatens to take his nightstick and pull poop patrol. That's right, baby. And I... I think I audibly laughed because I was like, Poop Patrol, who wrote this? <laughs> like, did did Fred Decker's little kid be like, Dad, I think you should put Poop Patrol in this movie. You got it, kiddo. Yeah, sure, no problem. <laughs> um, so this is where the movie breaks the fourth wall a little bit. Um, because he... Or if it doesn't break the fourth wall, it at least punches it once or twice. <laughs> where he's like... What? Bodies disappearing? A cryogenics lab? What is this? The plot of a bad B movie? Like, haha. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, we get it. We get it, Napkins. Intertextual. Um, You mean to tell me I'm in a movie? Tom Napkins? (laughs) Oh, God. Can David S. Pumpkins and Tom Napkins (laughs) do something together? Alright. <clears throat> they they leave that they leave that that place because Tom Yapkin says bodies just don't get up and move, and then they show the shuffling feet yeah, of, of the of Johnny the Corpse. Of Johnny the Corpse. And now it's um a scene I like to call Bab. <laughs> so Hitler Youth is dropping Cindy off while an REM cover band plays in the background. <laughs> Beb. what? because now everybody knows that oh shit this is the here it is this is the next day the rem cover band is playing uh chris aka the worst trusty and jc they're out in front of the school and now they're getting cornered by betas no no that that it that doesn't happen until later oh shit he drops her
1: off and, uh, sorry, babe, but we have That's a lot it. of pledges or That's something. And she's is. like, oh, it's okay. I, I don't know. I'm on my right, period or whatever. That's right, because we see them titties. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she goes up, um, yeah, yeah. This his, has, his car pulls away and it says Bradster. Bradster. I wrote that down. I underlined it, Bradster. Um, he is, I'm pretty sure that before they caught BTK, they thought it was him. <laughs> oh, so did you finish uh, Mindhunter? No, I haven't even started it yet. Oh. Well, never mind then.
0: Jen Jen was watching it.
1: Yeah, I, I thought that you said that you would... Had- I'm not Jen, Matt! Well, no, because we watched that thing on David Fincher, you jerk. I'm, I'm just teasing. Whatever. What? ever. So she goes upstairs, um she, that's where we see Dem
0: Titties. And she is wearing some high-waisted panties, my friend. Yeah, these I, well wouldn't those go into the category of A granny bloomer? panties? These are bloomers, my friend.
1: <laughs> <laughs> these are these are the show pony of panties.
0: <laughs> Satin, <laughs> lace, and lots of it. Yeah, they go up to her navel we uh we then go to a girl who is studying downstairs on the couch we hear like a rustling at the door and then we she get...
1: slowly walks over so this girl is basically the door opening girl in this movie cuz she does this like 10 times and then we get a cat jump scare yeah gordon the cat jumps at her and so being a person who owns three black cats um all of them who have all of their fucking claws plus probably a few extra i don't know they might be mutants when a cat jumps at you like that, you don't just say, Oh kitty. You and, swat and like, him to the ground. Well, n- no, because that would that would only cause further blood loss. Um when they jump on something like that, their claws are ready to to latch on to whatever is there. Um she was only wearing like a t-shirt or something. This regardless of the intent of the cat she would have bled through this shirt <laughs> but instead like the cat jumps like you the cat jumps at the camera and then her back is turned she's already holding the cat and then she like moves toward she spins toward the camera oh gordon and then it's just like happy cat like oh hey what's going on everybody gordon the cat um cuts back to uh Cindy in the nighty and she hears
0: tink you hear the Ding. same rock that you heard mm-hmm. at the beginning of the, sh- of the so movie.
1: So she goes to one window. She looks out. Nothing. No one's there. Then she remembers two windows in this room. Goes A over to that window. Mysterious wind. It, yep. She goes over to that window. And oh, wait. The mysterious wind was at the other window,
0: wasn't it? The first window. There was mysterious wind at some point at some window. Yeah, I, I was
1: getting. I think it was the second because that's that's when she opens the window. She looks down, doesn't see anything. Mysterious wind, and that's when um, Johnny pops up with a
0: rose for her,
1: and then his head explodes and slugs go everywhere.
0: Yeah, I was a uh, scared, so I wasn't watching a hundred percent. But uh, this is what uh, this is what I wrote down: rock, mysterious wind wormed <laughs> i referred to people getting slugged in the movie <clears throat> and then i wrote creeps everywhere
1: yeah pretty much um so the cops so he he um once his head explodes then it cuts to the cops out front um and that's when uh tom napkins <laughs> oh yeah and
0: tom napkins tom shows
1: napkins up shows up Ordering people around again, that's when we see uh, the coroner again is eating another fucking sandwich. But the coroner
0: also says, uh, the coroner, uh, or the coroner, also says, power. Oh, that's right. He says, uh, he's got um, uh,
1: a pallor unseen. or uh, God, I can't remember what he said. It doesn't matter. It's fucking Night of the
0: Creeps. Yeah, but he said pallor, and I have mispronounced that word on the show in the past. Did I you
1: was... say pallor?
0: Yes, I did.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I Honestly, I don't think that that's wrong. Pallor. I mean, it does sound like a He-Man character, but... Thrill me. What's that?
0: <laughs> uh, the house mother's cottage.
1: Is it? I'm out of here. (laughs) Well, and then it it has a weird cut to him burying a
0: body. There's this weird cut to him burying a body, and then one of the fellow detectives or the chief. I think it was the chief. The chief comes up next to him, and I swear to you that this chief is a fucking identical mirror image to Mr. Sandman from Mike Tyson's (laughs) Punch-Out!! (laughs) <laughs> not important to the movie at all no but i i like it though um <laughs> all right now
1: now it's, it's the, the next day. day and jc and um worst rusty are are walking they're about to go into a class and that's when we see hitler youth uh and the rest of the i just wrote youth. down tough
0: sorry dorks <laughs>
1: So, yeah, they all show up. Most like half of them have mustaches. Oh, um all... and then there's just all folded arms. They're looking shaking their heads, squints. Like you know these are bad dudes. Yeah. These are guys <laughs> that you do not want to be alone with. No. God no. Man or woman, you don't want to be alone with them at all. Um Unless you're
0: giving them Budweiser
1: <laughs> <laughs> or or Miller. Um, so, yeah, they're confronted by the Hitler youth because, (laughs) not because a corpse got out of the lab, because it went to the wrong place.
0: You put it at the wrong sorority house, nerds.
1: And they were like, well, to be fair, you didn't tell us which one to put it at. And also, we chickened out. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah, so, like, I just want to clarify that you, you are an idiot for yelling at us, and also, we didn't even do it, so go suck two dicks now. (laughs)
0: Well, uh, Brad makes the big mistake of pushing J.C. Well,
1: hold on. So Cindy can hear all of this. She's there. She overhears how they were the ones who planned this whole thing and that J.C. and Rusty were the ones who were like, well, I mean, it wasn't us. Um, and then <laughs> uh, that is when J.C. <laughs> tells um, Hitler Youth to go practice his goose stepping.
0: Yep. <clears throat> Pretty good,
1: and yeah, I laughed. Uh, he made he made a couple more jokes where I was like, "See, on point, on um, point," and that's when as he's walking away, uh, Hitler Youth kicks out his crutch and he falls down, um, and you can hear people go like "ooh" or "not boo, a good boo, move."
0: Boo, boo, boo. I mean,
1: yeah, but like people were just like uh, saying it like I just said it like "boo." I mean, I'm not going to do anything about it. But, I mean, you just kick the guy's crutches out, but
0: but then Cynthia is just like breaks up with Brad, and people literally well, clap. no,
1: that's not why they clapped. They clapped because she gave him the wind up middle finger. Oh yes, that's true. And once she does, I I was laughing during this because I was like, yeah, she's doing that. Um, but once it gets like to the full, complete middle finger, that's when everyone's like, yeah, yeah, woo. <clears throat> Um, so I I wrote that oh god, god, now I gotta find
0: it. I love that he just stood there and took that. Yeah by the way. That was amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah. She gave him the finger to much fanfare and then she helped uh JC up. <clears throat> and I think wasn't that right around the time that uh the detective shows up behind JC and yes. uh Rusty and is like, You guys are coming with me. Um, so they go to a room at the police station where now uh, Napkins, the chief, uh, are, are are grilling them over what they know about it. The pledge prank. Yeah. And so Napkins is sitting there talking about how this sounds like some fraternity prank to me. Just a prank. What do you guys think? Prank?
0: <laughs> and... <laughs> hey, dumb fucks. Say it was a prank.
1: <laughs> um. And so they're like, "Look, weren't you know, we're not going to say we weren't there, but it wasn't us who did that. We left." And they're like, "Well, this is the janitor, Miner, and he says that he saw you running out of there screaming like a banshee. Running out of there at 40 miles, miles per hour." hour baby cakes <laughs> um and so the reason why i put emphasis on screamed like a banshee
0: oh it's because they say it like a conservative because, because minor times.
1: minor says it no less than three times after that and uh i i believe that he was japanese said it in a fairly heavy accent over and over where he would just <laughs> And then, yeah, yeah, it was a, I'm not I'm not going to approximate it. It was
0: very 80s culturally sensitive, which yeah, is yeah. to say, not, not at, at all. all.
1: <laughs> so, um, <laughs> they eventually are like, look, you know, he can even, like, why would we, how would we have gotten the corpse out of there if we ran out of there at 40 miles per hour? And they're like, well, you've got a point. We're not going to do anything about the trespassing. Just get out of here, you knuckleheads. Um, <laughs> so, then it cuts to the coroner eating another fucking sandwich. How many... This guy keeps whatever the local sandwich shop is in business. Uh, so he um, he's sitting there, I don't know, yep. doing doing paperwork or whatever, and you see uh, a little rustling in the back where David Pamer, the lab tech who got killed um, and slugged, um, he is now kind of rustling and... And he sits. Springs up. up. Yep. Yeah, springs up. And walks right out. Mm-hmm. And so
0: um shoot, wh- where do we Well, from the walkout, we go back to the sorority house because uh the cat is dead. Oh, and uh, so hold on.
1: Um Pamer walked out and then around the corner and right into the janitor. And then slugged him. Yes. And so now uh I wrote slugs, slugs everywhere. Cause this is around the time where every every single shot where they cut somewhere else and there's a sidewalk and or grass involved, fucking slugs everywhere. Yeah,
0: it's a slug fest. Um <laughs> They they have a they have a slug cam set up that they just ran the same yeah. <laughs> they show the same like slug clips. Five or six times. Yeah, a lot of a lot of slugs, guys. A lot, a lot of, slugs of slugs on grass. A lot
1: of slugs on streets. A lot of slugs going into bushes. A lot of slugs going into
0: basements. It's classic slugs. Classic slugs. Um, we should have noted at the very beginning of the sorority scene, where uh, Cindy comes back home, that one of her one of her roommates goes, "I need to store these brains somewhere." <laughs> Yeah, she's
1: got a bunch of mason jars. And she says, Cindy, what should I do with these? Um, what are they? Brains? Not human brains. They're for a science experiment. Put them in the basement.
0: And everybody knows that brains are catnip.
1: Catnip to zombies or Cat- slugs.
0: Catnips to these creeps.
1: Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So now they're back um at the sorority house and we overhear some of the sorority girls talking about how they haven't told the door opening girl that Gordon the cat is died dead. they they um they didn't want to break her heart where it's like well making her think her cat ran away and is probably dead is going to break her heart regardless just tell her for Pete's sake um so that almost immediately transitions into zombie cat Yep. because uh, she then hears, you know, same think, think, rustling think. at the door yeah. that she heard. before. She goes, she opens it. It's the same exact cat jumping at the camera and then cat jumping, you know, her catching the cat. But when she turns around and she says, Gordon, she looks and it's a fucking zombie cat. Yep. It honestly looks like something from Meet the Feebles.
0: <laughs> it's really it's really funny. Cindy also gets a call from Bradster, and they basically end the relationship on that yeah. phone call. And so, ring, ring, thrill me. <laughs> we're back with we're back with napkins. <laughs> but I don't know why. Um, I do. I did write down that uh, J.C. has a sticker that says "I'm single." That's mainly- mingle. Yeah, yeah, he does. So the two of them are. St- Studying? Yeah, and Cindy reaches out to him. Yeah, she
1: shows up at the dorm. She looked them up in the student directory. And um, that's when she says, like, do you want to go for a walk? So the three of them go for a walk. And she's telling them about how she knows that cat was dead. She
0: buried that cat this earlier This is the part today. where I think JC is the least cool he's been in this whole movie. Um, So he, he is kind of third wheeling it up.
1: A little too hard. Well, but then he realizes like, you know what, I should get out of here. I should give him a chance. Yeah. So he does. He he says, you know what, guys, I gotta I gotta use the bathroom. I'll uh I'll see you later. And so he goes to the bathroom and (laughs) he's writing on the wall. Bathroom stall is a work of eighties art. Art. Uh for one, Monster Squad rules. Another Fucking striper, striper rules. rules. The which sweet brothers, the sweet brothers were in full force in this movie. Um, oh God, we trust. And then one of them said, "Humpty Dumpty was pushed," yep. and I couldn't see what he was writing. Something, probably just like Jam- yeah, James I... Carpenter was here
0: since that was his name. Yeah, I did it, <laughs> guys. I'm I'm great.
1: <laughs> um, so it then cuts back to... Uh, well, no, I'm sorry. He hears uh, somebody come into the room. It ends up being the janitor uh, that just got slugged a little while ago. He collapses. His head explodes, and slugs go everywhere. Yep. And so J.C. is is sitting there watching as slugs go
0: zip, zip, zing. And for
1: some reason, he, there's a matchbook on the ground. This is This is just the weirdest this is just i n- i need a way to figure out how to kill them and so someone's going to discover it by accident so he picks up this um this book of matches after getting like zinged by a yep. a slug a few times and he lights the matchbook and then puts it on the ground and waits for a slug to run over it and then the slug lights on fire and dies and turns into alka-seltzer and then um, he, shit, he, does he fall off the toilet or something?
0: Oh, well, yeah, I guess he, he was trying to put his pants on, and oh, then, didn't, oh, it oh, one, up, his, one up his pants?
1: Yeah, one, one, yeah, one, one up his pants. And so, he falls off the toilet, and he's crawling, and that's when we see a
0: slug, like, <laughs> Barreling straight for his mouth hole.
1: It's like um, the needle on a compass where it just kind of slowly turned towards him
0: and then shot right into his mouth. Yep. Cindy uh, invites the worst Rusty to the formal. Um, And he will, but what
1: about... Just be here tomorrow, baby.
0: Uh, Okay. Then uh, Napkins gets the worst Rusty in a room and he's like, hey, I'm gonna confess something to you. I murdered an ax murderer. Yeah, and you know the well, so he he starts telling him, like, so
1: you know, your girlfriend um left that, you know, that that's that's real sad. I had a girlfriend once. And then he goes into the whole story about how she was murdered by an axe wielding maniac. Um, I'm sure you heard about it. And then starts going on about how I tracked him down, I used my police skills. I finally found where he was. That's when I leveled my 12-gauge at him. I pulled the trigger. I murdered him. And you can see uh, Rusty's face just like, what is going on here? Am I next? What the fuck? This is not good. This is not good. Um, Also, he gave an obviously not 21 college student fucking whiskey. (laughs) They're sitting there. They're drinking. Whatever.
0: Oh, Hey, man. What else does napkins have to lose? <laughs> well, and so
1: that's also when he tells him that where he buried him is now where the uh the 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 house mother, whatever the fuck they call her the house mother yep um that's where her cottage is and at
0: this point I write I write house mother's dead <laughs> yeah
1: yeah, pretty much um <laughs> so when rusty finally asks him like why why are you telling me this he doesn't really have a good explanation
0: he doesn't doesn't. he's just like deus ex machia yeah i i
1: i don't know i couldn't think of another way to further the plot um
0: because i had to because it was in the script
1: (laughs) So now it cuts to the house mother's cottage, where she's watching Plan 9. Very funny. And you um, you hear like a bang, 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 bang. And now you start to see the floor shaking a little bit.
0: Axe murderer claws his way out of the floor, comes out, kills her. Now, I'm super upset at napkins at this point. <laughs> Why did you bury him with the axe? That. That well, that is a really good point. But also,
1: um, if someone were to find his body, at least he would be like, "Well, there's the murder weapon. That's why I killed him. I didn't just kill a random guy." I guess I don't know. All I'm, right, I'm I'm
0: struggling. We're gonna speed up just a little bit because we are almost going as long as this movie. <laughs> oh Jesus! Okay, so they um they eventually
1: end up tracking down. Uh, the axe murder. Someone reported to the police, so they show up. Oh, you know, he realizes crap, like it's axe murder. Then that axe murder almost tries to kill a cop um that was that were looking for him, right? So uh they then find where he is. He's in a fucking alley or something. So dumb. Bunch of cops corner him in the alley. They tell him to freeze. He turns around. They all aerate this dude. But it isn't until Atkins napkins, shoot, yeah, until napkins shoots him in the head that slugs go everywhere, and that's when all the cops look like they just ate a shit
0: sandwich. Um, and yeah, they're... and now and now the worst, Rusty, has an Evan Bacon <laughs> suit, and um, and he gets a he listens to a tape that is JC uh, left him, or it says, "Listen to me," and, and he kills him. It, they got me. I walked without my crutches. I love you. I'm in the boiler room. Yeah.
1: So he goes down, finds the Alka-Seltzer body, um, and then doesn't call anybody to come get the body. Right. <laughs> Just kind
0: of leaves it down there. Well, you know. <laughs> fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. Best friend for years. Yeah, uh, look, whatever. I got to call napkins. Yeah. <laughs> So um, the uh, now we go to what I like to
1: call the slugs 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 montage. Yep, because it's the sorority girls getting ready slugs slugs slugs, frat boys getting ready
0: slug, slug, slugs slugs
1: slugs, um, and it goes on like that for at
0: least a minute. <laughs> Then they all get on a bu- all the bros get on a bus and they say bros bogus bummed alliteration <laughs> all at once. God,
1: what I, I'm trying to find where I wrote. I wrote something very similar to what I had done before, um, but I can't find it. So whatever.
0: Then I wrote shoots a slug done dudes. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's happening here. Oh, I th- I think what happens is that um Hitler youth, um. Hitler youth gets infected by a, a slug. Oh, it's the dog.
1: It's right. the um, the the house mother's dog ran away. It got um, slugged, slugged. Um, and so he gets slugged. Then it's '80s radical dude. Woo! Yeah, awesome. Let's get wasted. <clears throat> <laughs> then it uh, cuts to um, napkins is gonna gas himself. The worst yes. rusty shows up and is like, "Hey, um uh ALF is dead. Slug's got him." And so this immediately makes napkins be like, "Okay, all right. I'll stop gassing myself so we can go shoot people in the head." So <laughs> they he he goes he turns the gas off, gets his shotgun, gets his service revolver, and they head out um the dog that turned Hitler youth to a zombie Gets in the way of the bus full of the bros and dudes. And yeah, man, let's get wasted. Radical. That's still going on. Don't think it's not. Yeah, no. Because the bus driver turns around and says, hey, don't make me take a beer away from you. Turns around. Dog. Dog. So, of course, there's a little dog. And he's like, oh, well, I'm just going to kill everyone on this bus and everyone on the street. So they get in a car accident. Bus turns over. Everyone is fucking dead as fuck. Um, That's a medical term. <laughs> Creeps infest everybody. Yeah. And so now it cuts to uh, them going to the, essentially, the police armory where Dick Miller is playing Walter Paisley. And so I, I actually really thought, I, I love this part because, uh, so Walter Paisley's like, so what can I get you? Oh, well, I need your basic flamethrower. no problem so he's like yeah uh yeah oh i get it your basic flamethrower turns around goes into the back comes out with a flamethrower and he's like so the pilot light's a little tricky it goes out on you uh it's yours just give me the requisition and so that's when (laughs) napkins (laughs) Napkins points a shotgun at him and says here's my requisition he was already kind of on board. I don't really think you needed the requisition. You could have just been like, look, hey, you do me a favor. Just say I pointed a gun at you. I'm going to light some frat boys on fire. Like, eh, no problem. So <laughs> um this is when uh Hitler Youth rings the doorbell and one of the sorority girls is like, Cindy, it's Bradster. She comes down. Um, no one notices that he is a fucking zombie. That he has white eyes and, and And fucking his skin is now gray and green. He's got fucking giant cheeks now or like whatever. It doesn't matter. So she takes him outside and she says, I'm sorry. Things didn't work out. Blah, blah, blah. And there's a shot where, like, she's turned away from him, and she's talking, and you just see the plastic mold of his head with
0: slugs falling out. Oh, I loved it. And they made, like, a great sound. <laughs> <laughs> so great.
1: And uh, she turns around, and that's when, you know, it's back to, like, regular dude head. Um. <clears throat> And he looks at her, and that's when she finally fucking realizes he's a zombie. I think when she saw another few slugs fall out. Um, And he's got one, like, loaded in his mouth. There's a slug in the chamber, ready to fly in her mouth. And that's when the worst Rusty says, Cindy, get out of the way. And Napkins shoots him in the head. His head explodes. And then Rusty Rusty lights him on fire. (laughs) So this happens... And no one really freaks out. She doesn't really freak out that they just shot him in the head. She's more in and shock. Then, and then slugs flew out and they looted on, lit him on fire with a flamethrower. They then go in the sorority house um, and close the door. And that's where the girls, your dates are here. Or uh, I've got good news and bad news. What? Dates are here, bad news. They're done. Yep. Um, and so they look out and that's when they're like, ah, <laughs> it's about the reaction they got. The girls were like, ah, oh no. I'm terrified. Yikes. And then he tells door girl, go lock that door. So she goes over, slowly locks the door, and that's when a hand breaks through the glass and grabs her. <clears throat> and and it's door girl. I mean, we've seen door girl all this time. Yeah, we knew. this. This was one of those cases where a movie actually shows a gun in the first act,
0: only it was a door. And <laughs> she gets grabbed napkins pushes her out of the way he puts her he pushes her head down and gets get down and then he says it's miller time, time and then she's shoot. shooting <laughs> starting busting this part is wonderful and then um two guys come in napkins is trying to reload his gun she turns in because she had the cat yeah and now she is turns. now full-on creep yep. and uh he gets the gun loaded. He shoots everybody. They they pan away. They're cut. They cut to another scene. And when they come back to him, it's like a fucking bloodbath. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like nowhere else is covered in blood like this room is. Yeah, yeah. And then um, they're outside with the worst Rusty and Cindy. Uh, the worst Rusty gave Cindy the flamethrower, and now is- he's got the shotgun. And they're walking around, they're
1: shooting jocks, left and right, lighting them on fire. And that's when they're in the backyard, but they're kind of trapped between the fence, the wall, and a bunch of dead bros on either side. They hide in the shed, like the dumb move. Yeah, with, you know, clippers and a lawnmower and stuff. Uh, And then so, I mean, this is essentially just Lattice holding this up. So they're breaking through. And uh, she lights the bro and back of Rusty on fire, yep. its head explodes, and it's dead. Uh, but then one grabs her, pulls her through, and Rusty's idea is to start the lawnmower, right? And then tell her to get out of the way. If she could get out of the way, don't you think she would, Rusty? Well, come on, like, man.
0: One last thing, and then I'm gonna run this guy yeah. over with the so lawnmower.
1: So then he runs him over, he, he goes, um. Dead alive on him and runs him over with the lawnmower. Yeah, it's wonderful. It is. And then, uh, you know, there's still a bunch of zombies left. So they go, they hide in the basement. They close the door, and that's when they're walking around and they see um, napkins with duct tape over his
0: mouth. Well, Rusty realizes <laughs> that all the creeps are going to the basement. Oh, that's and, right. That's and, why they go. And down he's there. like, "What's in your basement?" And she's like. Brains. Yeah.
1: So that's when they see uh, napkins with a can of gasoline, a full can of gasoline, uh,
0: and, and duct tape, and duct tape his over mouth. his
1: mouth. Um, and he's, he he uh, he's like waving them off, and they're like, "But they're but they're get out, get out!" And so he takes the tape off, and he's like, "Get out! Just trust me." And then swing he catches it midair. Yeah, he catches one running for his mouth. And just like kind of casually tosses it over his shoulder. Um, and then he just starts pouring the gasoline all and over goes the place. Twenty. Yeah. Twenty.
0: Nineteen.
1: And so um Turn it off. Rusty and uh Cindy start counting along with him and running out. And uh was that when he, no, that wasn't when he started saying uh get out of the house, was it?
0: No, no, no. He said get out of the house once he realized that all the creeps were going yeah, into yeah, the basement. Yeah. So all the girls left the house because Rusty was like, get out of the house, get out of the house, get out of the house. He goes in the basement. Uh, napkins about to set it on fire. They get out. He's counting down. It's at three,
1: two, thrill, thrill me, me, detective. Boom. House explodes. Creeps lit up. They kiss. Because, of course, why not? You just burned your own house down. I want to
0: put my human slug into your human slug. (laughs) (laughs) What? I don't know. I thought tongue kissing was a good slug.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. I see where you're going. I don't
0: know. I don't know what's going on with me anymore.
1: (laughs) So they kiss. Fire department shows up. Cops show up. Uh, Cuts to down the street. You see a smoking body walk away. It's, um, it's undead napkins. He falls over; his head cracks open. Slugs go through a fence, Abs- and then it, um, it slowly pans up, and we see that it's the cemetery. Yep. That the slugs have gone into, and then, um, the camera goes up, and we see what is clearly a miniature cemetery. Yep. And then real Beetlejuice. Spot- oh yeah, yeah. Real Beetlejuice. And so we then see a spotlight. Um, moving around the cemetery and then it turns off and you see it go on in the distance and that's when we hear spaceship noises yep. and then we see the spaceship slowly floating above and um, Night of the Creeps.
0: Great movie. Loved it. So dumb. Um, how many women emerging from an ocean would you wearing give this? Wearing prom dresses? Wearing prom oh, I'd, dresses. I'd give this a solid eight. I would, too. This is absolutely an eight and a half. Mm-hmm. Eight, eight and a half?
1: Yep. I was on the fence about eight or eight and a half, but yeah. then I was like, Atkins. Eight. Yep. <laughs> Though I would give it eight and a half if he legally changed his name to Tom
0: Napkins. <laughs> oh, if he was Tom Napkins, that would be oh the Oh, my God. Best. That would be the best name. Um, yeah. Th- I, I thoroughly enjoyed this movie. So I... if you've never seen Night of the Creeps and you listen to all of this, you've seen Night of the Creeps. Creeps. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. No reason to see it now. <laughs> you can get in contact with us at T from the dark side on Facebook, T from the dark side on Instagram. Send us an email at T from the dark side at gmail.com. Or if you like Twitter, we are TFTDS pod. And if you're listening to this on Thursday, the 26th of October, tonight is our live show. Tonight. That is One night only. 9.30. It is $10 tickets. GoComedy.net for all your ticket information. And uh, we hope to see you there. We would love to see you there. Oh, gosh. Um. Hopefully, Jen will be fully hopefully rested. She will, hopefully, she will not have a fever and be laid up in bed. That is correct. Hopefully, the fever has already broken. Hopefully. And, and uh, she's on her road to recovery. Yeah. Yeah. So... Until next time. Until next time, try to enjoy the daylight. I guess try to enjoy the daylight. Yeah. D-bye. Bye. Transmissions, from the, Transmissions from the Dark Side is hosted and recorded, hosted by, and recorded by Jen Hanson, Matt, Matt Rose, and Matt Noss. Matt Noss. Edited, by Edited by Matt Noss. Matt Noss. Hosted by, hosted Gabber, by Media. Gabber Media. Our theme music was composed and performed by Slasher Dave. You can find him on Belly Bellyache Records follow us on Facebook, Instagram and Tumblr at T the and on Twitter at TFtds pod. Email us at T the at gmail.com. Until next time try to enjoy the daylight.